Dr. Anthony Trigoski. Happy New Year. How the heck are you? Well, a very belated Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and Happy New Year to you, Mike. It's great to talk to you again. Right. It's interesting that I wanted to talk with you about the Georgia runoff, and uh, I've already gotten questions from texters saying, uh, ask him about this option or that option for President Trump. So clearly elections on a lot of people's minds. Let's start with Georgia because that's new. The runoff election going on, how comfortable are you that the election will have enough poll watchers to make sure there's no shenanigans? Well, Mike, after all of the controversy and the lawsuits and the public wrangling that has surrounded the Georgia election in November, there's no doubt that this is going to be a very closely watched election. So I really don't have any major concerns about the integrity of this election, because I know that there's just been so much talk about what happened in Georgia in November. And so I honestly wouldn't worry about any funny business. This is going to be a very closely watched and a very, I think, an election that's carried out with great integrity. Have you been watching it close enough to to have a, a feel for who might take those chairs in Georgia? Well, Mike, what's so exciting about this is that it's honestly, I think, a coin flip for both of these races. I don't think either side has a clear advantage, and the stakes really could not be higher because a 50-50 Senate and a 52-48 Senate, which is the difference that Georgia could make and to give Republicans an advantage or make it a tie. And that just makes a world of difference for Joe Biden's agenda. It just makes a world of difference for what you get out of the Senate, because obviously the vice president breaks any ties that occur should there be a 50-50 vote in the Senate. All right. One more Georgia question, then I'll ask you about uh, the Trump campaign and their efforts to overturn the November election. Uh, a, a texter sent in, Mike, the Georgia election might be squeaky clean for these reasons. Number one, Mitch McConnell made a deal with Nancy Pelosi. Number two, they will say, see, there's no election fraud, just like across the rest of the country. And three, Democrat leadership want to find a way to calm down 74 million voters. What do you think? Well, I honestly don't know, Mike, but what what I can tell you is that, I mean, like the eyes of not only the nation, but the eyes of the world are going to be on Georgia. And it's clear that there is going to be enormous scrutiny applied to how this election is carried out. So just based on the sheer amount of scrutiny and the incredible attention that this election has gained, I think that this is going to be a very, very well-run election. Okay. Uh, All right. Let's uh, let's switch things up. Uh, One listener still looking at a, a Trump win no matter when it happens, uh, and lots of constitutional options, citing foreign interference and sedition and treason. What do you think of those options for President Trump? Well, Mike, after Wednesday, it is going to be really unclear constitutionally where we're at. You know, normally the uh, counting and certification of the Electoral College is just this sort of constitutional formality that just kind of escapes public attention because 
It's just Congress reading and accepting the vote count that occurred from the Electoral College. But yeah, I, I know that there's a lot of talk about Republicans objecting to the electoral vote. There's a lot of talk about what's going to happen in Congress on Wednesday, what's going to happen in D.C. on Wednesday. But, I mean, I can tell you that there are simply not the votes to block the Electoral College from being certified, from this vote being approved, uh, just because this has badly split the Republican Party, uh, where you have basically a clean 50-50 split in the Republican Party in terms of whether they're going to accept the results on, on Wednesday. So I, I don't know really what the future holds, but what I do know is that a badly divided Republican Party will it generally lead to a disorganized and chaotic next few weeks of this Trump presidency. <laughs> and uh, will there the next few weeks be the end of the Trump presidency, in your opinion? Uh, yeah. Uh, again, Mike, because the Republican Party is badly divided over this issue, and the Democratic Party is united. Right. Uh, right. And yeah, so I'm expecting are. there to be about 80 votes to certify the results All right. well, in the Senate. We'll have to wait and see, I guess. And the concern that a lot of people have about, you know, all of the clearly uh, illegal election activities that are not being looked at, the cases are not being picked up, the cases are being thrown out by judges, by the uh, that portion of the legal system that doesn't want to be the reason President Trump did or didn't uh, get into the White House. Uh, courts don't want to call an election. Uh, that's never going to change, is it? Courts don't want to have that blame. Well, that yeah, not after the 2000 election, where the Supreme Court effectively decided the election, or at least ended the recounts in Florida to put the election in favor of George W. Bush. So I think courts are extremely reluctant to get involved with this, and that really does hold for all kinds of appointees to the bench, both Democratic-appointed judges and Republican-appointed judges. You've seen just this remarkable streak of judges turning down President Trump's uh, lawsuits and his requests and his demands of the courts. And I do think it is a real reluctance on the part of the judges. As you said, Mike, I, I would certainly agree with you that judges do not really want to weigh in here. Yeah, that's that's too bad. Uh, man, oh man, I wish we had more time. Well, <laughs> I, I've got your email. I've got your phone number. I will be bombing you for uh, more attention. 